I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And, and this, this is Moving with, with Mel and Marm. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you believe that Christmas is right around the corner? Girl, I this year has gone by so fast. Yes, it has. Do you have any um, family traditions with Christmas? We do like Santa... It, we'll do like pajamas the night before, like Christmas yes. Eve, and then like Santa that morning. And then we're usually in um, at the beach for Christmas. So we kind of try to keep it low key. And then we hang out on the beach in the sun I for the rest that. of the day. Yeah, it's really relaxing. I love that. We have a lot of family. So we have like lots of different family events, like Peter's mom's side. And then my side, we do all the cousins have like the baby cousins have um, matching pajamas. So how many cousins are there? Well, I guess they're all second cousins because they're my cousin's kids. Well, that counts. So there's let's see. I have three kids. My one cousin has three kids. Her sister has two kids, and then my sister has two kids. So what is that? Ten kids. That's a lot. I have ten great-grandkids for my grandparents. That's so fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. We have, like, four little girls that will be together. So my two, and then my brother has two. So it'll be fun. I love it. Although one of them, um, they're coming the day after Christmas because she was actually born on Christmas last year. Oh, my goodness. So she's a little Christmas baby. Uh, so they're going to celebrate her birthday and then come um, after the new year, we are going to go to uh, Disney World for a couple days. Oh, so fun. So we are going to attempt Disney with not quite two-year-olds. So we'll see how that goes, <laughs> but it'll be fun. It'll be exhausting, but amazing. Yeah. We're only going for like a day and a half. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about hacks for new homeowners. Yes. I love it. These things have come up like... Anytime we have a first time buyer, you're like getting into your new home. You're like, what am I doing? Like, what is bulk trash? What are all these things? And so these kind of questions come up all the time. And at the end of our closing, we feel like we are like spit firing all these things to our buyers and yes. overwhelming them with so many things to keep in mind. And so we decided it'd be fun to like make a video about yes. that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot to remember when you're going through at the closing table and even through the whole entire process, like things that I know that we've talked about with buyers, like, you know, a month later when we call and check in, you know, they're asking questions. So there are so many things to remember. And honestly, even from this list, like you can't possibly remember everything. So that's the other thing is like, you can always just reach out to us if you have questions. Absolutely. But the first one is, this is the most important. So if you are living in your home that you just purchased, like if it's not an investment, you can file your homestead exemption. Yes. And this will save you a ton of money on your property taxes. So it's super important to file this homestead exemption. And depending on which county um, your home is in, depends on if you can do it online or if you need to mail in the form, but it's super important to do this. Yes. I mean, when Melissa says it'll save you money, like it'll save you thousands. Yes. So, and property taxes are pretty high in Texas. So it really makes a difference. Yes. And you'll get, the deed recordings are public um, record in Texas. So you'll get like stuff like file your property or file your homestead exemption and pay $50. You don't, it's free to file it. You don't need to do any of those 
forms that come in. They look official. They're not. They're spam. But it's on the county assessor website is where you can file that. There's so much spam that comes in the mail. Like, don't even get me started. I mean, we already have so much spam on our phones. Yes. You will get so much spam in the mail. So if anything ever looks like you're unsure if it's like real, then just text us and we can help you. One of those is um, the county might send you a letter asking if you like how much you paid for your home. So Texas is a non-disclosure state when it comes to the sales price of your home. So you can actually just throw that away. You're not required to fill that out and tell them how much you paid for your home. Yeah. Because what they're looking for is they're looking for you to tell them, okay, I paid $650,000 for this home. And so then they'll increase the property taxes to that amount. The goal is you want your appraisal and the property taxes to stay as low as possible. And also talking about property taxes, if you live in a different city than school district, like for example, um, I live in the city of Dallas, but I live in Richardson ISD, I get two different property taxes. So that is normal that the school district and the county are separate. If your property taxes are escrowed, like with your mortgage, then it doesn't matter because your mortgage company pays it. But it is confusing getting these bills in the mail and like, wait, I have two bills? Like what? Yeah. And just making sure that they're actually like both legitimate. Yeah. Same thing. Like if you live in a med district, it probably is going to be a separate bill than, you know, the other property tax bills. They could be all, it's not that you're being charged double necessarily. It's all like split into different portions. From different entities. Yes. But they just bill separately as opposed to like in Lakewood when it was um, Dallas County and Dallas School District, they were just on one bill. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, Okay. Another one. So most cities have specific days that you are designated that your like address is designated to water your lawn. Yes. So it's important to check those out to make sure you don't get a ticket for. Yeah. Cause I have heard people get tickets and it can get expensive. Yeah. Okay. Another one is bulk trash pickup. Sometimes when I mention this to people, they're like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) When you have like lawn or like tree limbs or you're ready to get rid of that sofa and it's not worth, you know, selling and it needs to go on the curb. So Dallas does um, a week during the month for bulk trash, but like the city of Plano, they do bulk trash every week. Really? Yep. And you just put it in the alley with I think Carrollton does bulk trash every week as well. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, this is such an amazing service because I feel like there's a lot of places. I don't think we had this in Kentucky where I grew up. Yeah. So you had to like physically go to the dump when you had big stuff. Yeah. Or pay for a haul off service. Yeah, I think so. I mean, definitely like now we like consume things a lot faster than we used to. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever remember getting rid of a couch when I was a kid. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We just would, I think my mom would just recover it or something. They probably made stuff a lot better then too Mm -hmm. than they make. Have you ever found anything in bulk trash? I have. You know, I love finding free stuff on the side of the road. I it is do. so fun. Isn't it like exciting? It's just, it's so funny. Like, I don't know, like dumpster divers. It's so exciting. And the thrill of finding something for like nothing that's mm-hmm. actually good or like, it's the thrill of like the saving of the money. And it's also the thrill 
of like preventing something from going into the dump? I um, got a kitchen table and six chairs wow. from Bulk Trash. Yep. Oh, the buy nothing groups now. That's oh, kind of yes. like the new way to find something for free. Yes. I love those groups. Those are so fun. Yep. And honestly, it's like very convenient to just be like, I need to get this out of my house now. Yep. Yeah. I just got rid of my sectional. You did. On the buy nothing group. Yep. Oh, I bet someone was very happy to find that. Yeah. It needed, you know, it was a 10 year old sectional, but it held up really well and it just was too big for our space, but you know, it was, it needed a good like leather conditioning treatment. There's some people like, if you know what you're doing, you can really fix something up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the next thing that homeowners need to know And this is really important for air quality and to make your HVAC like last longer is to change your AC filters regularly. Y'all, I've learned this the hard way. And like, (laughs) I've been a homeowner for a long time. Like I should have known, but on one of my rental properties, because I'm just not there, I forgot to change the AC filter in it. Did it ruin the... It didn't ruin the AC, but it like was not working right. And the AC guy came, he was like, when's the last time you've changed the filter? I was like, um... I'm not sure. <laughs> so we have our HVAC serviced twice a year, once yeah. in the spring and once in the winter. And um, it's been pretty embarrassing when they go and change the filter for us. <laughs> you should clean out your dryer vents. Yes. It's a fire hazard. It is. So, cause a lot of lint and I mean, socks can get stuck in there and yeah, you know, so that's important to do. Yes. And then the last one that you need to clean out is your chimney. Yes. I always tell pretty much everybody who buys a home, I just tell them like, hey, before you use this, just get your chimney sweeped because who knows the last time the seller did it. Yep. One thing, some people think that Drano is like really good for drains and it is not. So I heard a story about a woman who thought that she needed to use Drano like once a month. Oh my God. And she had cast iron too. So those pipes lasted like a fraction of their actual like 50 year lifespan. So do not use Drano on your pipes. I like, why do they even sell it anymore? It's probably not as bad for PVC. Yeah. But for cast iron, it is like, it will eat away at your pipes. Yeah. It is very bad. I mean, for that matter, I've heard plumbers say like honestly you really shouldn't even put food down your kitchen sink drain yeah so it's kind of funny that we have the disposal because most of most plumbers would be like just put food in the trash it's yeah better and everyone i think everyone knows don't put grease like grease from meat down the drain yeah that will totally ruin your pipes yes well i don't know i heard a story about someone who was doing an art project uh-huh. like with cement and <gasps> put that <laughs> No. Yes. No. How could yes. you? How could you do that? They had to repipe their entire house. I think that was on TikTok. That was the story on TikTok. So I don't know. People might not know about grease if people are putting cement down. The I pipe. guess I, I grew up in a really old house, so I was always told like, do not put anything down the drains. Don't put grease, feminine products, anything. So yeah. I like never ever put anything down the drains. Yeah. Know where your water main shutoff is located. Oh, this is so important. Especially like the past few years, we have had like a freeze in North Texas that like 
Like extreme. Extreme. And there was one year where it damaged all these people's homes because their pipes froze and then the pipes burst and then water got everywhere. Um, it was really, really bad. So know where to turn off your water main. If you live in like an older part of Dallas, you probably need a key. Yep. It's a special key you can purchase at Home Depot or Lowe's and or probably on Amazon. Yep. And you have to use that key to turn it off. And it's usually at the water meter. Like yeah. the newer homes have the shutoffs usually in the garage that are like super easy. It's just like a lever. A lever. Um, but if you're in an older home like we are, you need to figure out where your water meter is and have that key. Yeah. It's it's either in the alley or probably in the front if yeah. it's not in the alley. Yeah. Ours is on our sidewalk. Ours is too. But when I lived in an even older neighborhood, it was in the alley. And protecting your pipes from freezes. So when it is going to freeze overnight, it's important to drip your faucets. You don't need like a stream of water coming out, but just a teeny bit of water. And then we always leave our cabinet doors open so that the heat can get into the um, to get into the pipes so that they don't freeze. And if you're in a pier and beam home, so we're in a pier and beam, mm -hmm. so that means that there's a crawl space underneath the house, and there's covers that you put on your crawl space vents so that it doesn't get as cold underneath the house. So when it gets freezing or I mean, some people do it all winter, those vents are there for your house to be able to breathe. But for sure, when it freezes, you need to cover those. Yeah. And then when it's not freezing, take them off. Yeah. Whenever I show a house or we like show up to an inspection and the covers are on the. Oh, in the middle of the summer. Or yeah. On the finish, I'm like. Ding, ding. These people know nothing about houses. Yeah. The seller knows nothing. Because, like, do not leave them on there. Yeah, especially in the summer because it it increases the humidity yeah. and moisture in the crawl space. And that's not a good thing. Okay, here's an interesting one I just learned on TikTok. I don't know if it's real because, you know, it's TikTok. But <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you need to, like, flip a breaker, then you're actually supposed to close that metal door and flip it. And the reason that metal door is there is it's supposed to protect your face in case of a spark happening. I never knew that. I never did either. And I've always just flipped it with my face right there. And um, GFCI plugs, they have a reset button. So if you're in a bathroom, so GFCIs are always like in wet spaces. So kitchen, bathroom, garage, outdoor. Um, they used to be just the buttons on the plugs, but now they're actually the reset buttons are in the breaker box. Yeah, that is very helpful. Also, your garbage disposal has a reset button. Yes. So just in case that stops working. Yeah, always check that first before you call a plumber to come in and replace it. Yeah. Okay, another one is if you have really tall ceilings, which a lot of new houses do these days are like yep. townhomes. There's actually a tool that you can purchase from Home Depot that helps you change a light bulb. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's like a, it's think of like, um, like if you're painting and you have like the extender for the painter, it's kind of mm -hmm. like that. And it has like a claw on it and you twist it. Now I will say I had a client one time sell a home and we were changing that light bulb and we accidentally unscrewed the pole from the claw. <laughs> <laughs> so just left it there. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh we took photos of the listing and everything with like, the pole no with the claw just the claw oh yeah <laughs> we were like well 
we can't get that out. And it was like on a staircase. So we couldn't get a ladder. Oh, that is so funny. And so we're like, we're just going to sell the house with the claw on the light bulb. That and we did. so funny. <laughs> oh, we talked about cleaning out like maintenance stuff. Um, cleaning out gutters is really important. Um, especially yes. if you have like a lot of tall trees in your area, you're going to want to get those so that your gutters are working properly. Yes. And gutters are important for foundation. So the goal is to like, for the foundation, leave the soil like in a similar moisture level. So you don't want it to dry out. That's why you water your foundation in the summer and you don't want it to get super wet during the rain. So that's why you have drainage to go across. So gutters are really important. Yeah. And especially a slab home, those are more, those need watering. Yeah. A slab foundation needs more water yeah. than pier and beam. Pier and beam is going to shift like that. It's meant to move yeah. um, a little bit. And, and that leads to, um, our next tip of caulking. I don't know if we ever posted it for TikTok, but I, I recocked all of my uh, trim around my house. Yeah. I think you're so good at, like, uh, I just bought some cause I need to redo my shower. Yeah. And that's one thing you definitely should like redo your shower. Like you don't want water getting underneath, like yes. in the open areas where like there's not tile. Yeah. So that in like every year, maybe like once a year, every couple of years, you might want to like walk around your house and see if there's any, you see any holes like in the like windows, like you'll, you're going to want to recock that. Yeah. It's just normal. Like every home, I always say just like the body. The home requires maintenance as well. Yep. We thread our eyebrows. We get our hair cut. Like all these things you need to do to your home on an annual basis as well. Yeah. I mean, really like probably twice a year, just have a good like to-do list. A good to-do list in the spring and a good to-do list in the fall. Yeah. Um, Because it's just to keep it nice, you know, you have to do it. And if you do these things, like it'll also help keep your like your systems will last longer yep. and the systems are the most expensive part to replace because yeah. they're not, not going to last forever you have to replace them every now and then yeah but if you can prolong the life then yeah and that's not a fun it. thing like nobody wants to spend money to get a new hvac system yeah like it's not the sexy stuff yeah you want to if you are going to spend money on your house you want it to be like getting new tile yeah. or replacing flooring or something fun that you see. So yeah, it's important to take care of the stuff to get as much life out of it. For sure. Okay. Melissa and I are each going to share a homeowner confession. Mm-hmm. Okay. My confession is <sighs> not my current house, but a different house that we owned. We redid a closet, like changed the layout of it and um, changed the flooring And we, so at this point, the flooring was just concrete and it was a pretty small closet. And so there were no carpet companies that would come out and just like put carpet in like a very, very small area. So we basically just like left it concrete for like two years. And then one day we decided to finally do something about it. And we went to Home Depot and they had little carpet squares that were like sticky on the bottom, (laughs) like 12 by 12. Yeah. And we literally just like put that down in the closet and it had carpet and it looked perfect. Like you would never know that it wasn't like one full piece of carpet. Yeah. So that works. That's my confession. Well, I have a lot of homeowner confessions. I definitely have gone way too long in between changing my HVAC filters. Okay. I've been Um, there too. Yeah. 
but I do have, so in one of my closets, uh, after a remodel, we changed the location of the light bulb. So like our house was built in 1967. So like all the light bulbs were like the pole ones and we changed it to like a covered light with a switch. And, um, we have never repaired the sheetrock <laughs> and it has been like five years and it's just in the closet. So I think that, I think something like that happens to everyone. Yeah. There's always like a small little thing that the contractors left and you're like, Oh wait, what about this? And then, yeah, yeah. I just need like a punch list company to come out, um, and do a bunch of like and like once a year, like our caulking and our grout in our bathroom, I feel like needs to be redone because it's like cracked a little bit from the shifting. Yeah. We're in, on pier and beam. So I just need like a finished company like once a year. To we need to, we need to create a punch list company. Yes. Wait, that would be actually like a really good business. Cause I think it's a, I think it's a need. Yeah. Every time I go to someone's house, like maybe they're about to sell it and they remodeled, they always tell me like, well, there are a few things we have to finish. It's always like little things like that. Yep. Maybe we just came up with our next business plan. My God, let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Um, If you have any other uh, things you think a new homeowner might need to know, let us know. And if you, as always, if you have any questions about your new home that you just purchased, like do not hesitate to reach out. We really pride ourselves in being available to our clients after closing. Yep, absolutely. All right. Have a great day. Bye.